dead. Turn off the recording. I will not. Okay, everybody, uh, welcome back to a very exciting episode of The Real Couple. Potentially the most exciting. We're talking about a movie that neither of us liked, but I am really excited about this. Why am I so excited about this, Paige? Because I have the hiccups. Because you have the hiccups. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we watched another uh, Best Picture nominee. Paige, what did we watch? <laughs> We watched Tar. We did watch Tar. Who's in Tar? Kate Blanchett. Yep, not Kate Beckinsale. Nope. <laughs> not this time, Dallas. Nope. Um, so we watched it. She plays uh Lydia Tar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she plays someone named Tar. And it sounds like Lydia is Ms. Tar's first name. Tis. Um she conducts music and she's also an asshole about it. Yes. Um. So, going into this movie, <laughs> going into this movie, what were you expecting? That's a good question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> this is gonna be a rough episode. It's gonna be a an award-winning episode. Oof. Um, what was I expecting with Tar? <laughs> so, um... For, <laughs> for me, I was expecting, like, one of those really dramatic, well-acted dramas about just, you know... The, yeah, the like life, artsy. Yeah, lifetimes and career of a, a certain person. Yeah. Um... And then when I watched the trailer right before we watched it, I was like, oh, shit. It could have, like, some elements of, like, thriller. Like, her yeah. her mental state is kind of de deteriorating. <clears throat> and in that, she gets more and more paranoid and stuff. And so, uh, because we're seeing the story through her eyes, the director is going to try to make <clears throat> the audience more paranoid. This could actually be really interesting. Cool, cool. And then, like, uh, at one point you see her conducting, but, like, instead of hearing music in the background, it's just, like, <laughs> crashing and banging. Um, and that was really interesting, just the, the concept that, like, we may hear music, like, you know, beautiful music, but a conductor, if it's not done correctly or something like that, they may just hear, like, grotesque noise. <laughs> like, just crashing and banging and, and stuff that doesn't sound good. But the untrained ear, it may sound really, really good. Um, I feel like my hopes were high because yeah. <laughs> because it was nominated for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. So I think I was hoping it would be good. I was kind of worrying that going into Tar, um, there were like those movies that I was sort of like hoping... Uh, best picture would go to this or to that and i was i was kind of worrying that i was going to come out of tar and be like damn it i actually i think that's gonna win like that was a phenomenal phenomenal film and i came out of tar and i didn't have that thought i don't even think this movie's good i didn't hate it i didn't hate but it but i didn't love it either yeah i i think it makes poor decisions i think uh if someone else 
tried to tell this same story a year from now, I'd be like, oh, maybe they'll do it more interesting. Yeah. And something we talked about before we recorded was that it feels like the Academy is having a hard time separating good performances Mm -hmm. with good movies. Yeah. Like Kate Blanchett, amazing. Yeah. Tar, not so much. Yeah. But same with Elvis and Banshees mm-hmm. and like. Like I I feel like best there's... actor or actress does not have to be mutually exclusive with best picture. Yeah, like you can't say that like the greatest roller coaster on earth is this one and have everyone be like that's a terrible roller coaster I would never ride that again and then be like ah, ah, ah. but you've got to admit the seats are so comfortable on that one that doesn't make a good roller coaster that is one small facet of a fucking roller coaster mm-hmm. <laughs> um sorry like i'm okay if this is not your first episode listening you already know i adore metaphors i come up with them all the time way too often probably but yeah um yeah so um honestly i i can't really think of too much to say about this um it was hard to follow mm-hmm. because we are not musical geniuses. Yeah, they do not. And they don't dumb anything down. Yeah. Like you can follow the gist of it. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like the vocabulary they chose to you or to use <sighs> to you what <laughs> uh was just like needlessly complicated yeah and needlessly foreign to your average audience yes they they never tried to like a conductor would say this but a conductor isn't speaking clate kate blanchett is talking in a movie yeah. that thousands of people are gonna watch mm-hmm. so let's not have her you say something that a conductor would say let's have her say it slightly more understandable for the average person and there were times when they're talking about pretty important stuff and so if i can't follow what's going on in this conversation i can't follow what's going on in the story yeah it's like you can follow the gist yeah but not the specifics and it's funny because there are times when i applaud movies for doing this i really like the fact that dune is kind of written in a cryptic way because that's how House Atreides would talk to the Fremen or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, And it just feels almost like world building when they use terminology that is foreign to me. With this, it felt like disrespect to the audience. It felt very pretentious to me. It felt so pretentious. And like... They were trying to make an artsy film. Yeah. Okay. Um, another movie fairly similar to this, but at the same time, so much better, in my opinion. You've seen Social Network. Yes. There are times the uh, certain characters will just go off and start discussing code together. Mm-hmm. And they start talking fast. And they're like, we could always rewrite the algorithm so that it uh, 
simultaneously does this and that. And as an audience, you can very quickly be like, oh, I, you lost me. Oh my gosh. But the speed at which they're talking and stuff, it's like, wow, these guys are really brilliant and they know code really well. You don't need to follow this conversation to understand that Facebook's about to be made. Yeah. With this, there are times when it's like, why is that guy pissed? Well, because he just got kicked out of the band or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, they actually discussed that three times over the course of the last two scenes. Oh, where was I? You were sitting right here, but they were using terms you didn't understand. Like, I I really feel like it did a disservice to the narrative as a whole. Yeah, and I normally like watching narcissists implode. Yeah. But I'm trying to figure out what was missing. Like, I feel like her implosion felt sudden. Like she was getting more and more pissy and bitchy and not caring about people around her and stuff. But all of a sudden, she loses her shit. Is that what it was? Like, there wasn't, like, enough of a climax? I feel like it didn't seem inevitable enough. It, it seemed... felt kind of aimless, like the whole story, mm -hmm. and then like you're trying to follow it, and then all of a sudden she just is at the bottom of the hill, and mm -hmm. like, but nothing. She doesn't really. Maybe it's that she doesn't learn from it, because yeah. in the end she ends up in the Philippines directing the orchestra during like that movie with the dressed up audience i don't even know what movie it was for i think it was it felt to me like it was uh some sort of a um they're gonna do a live uh performance of music from like an anime or something yeah and so the only people here are like anime fans where she's used to playing for the super rich the people who rent a tuxedo just for this performance. Yeah. Like, and, and maybe it's because she didn't change. Like, she still yeah. brought the same energy to that bottom rung performance that mm -hmm. she brought to her mainstream ones. I don't, I'm so confused as to how I feel about this movie. Yeah, to, to um, bring up another movie also very similar to this one and one that we mentioned in last episode um if anyone has seen whiplash that's a really good story about working too hard at music and letting it consume you and ultimately letting it uh play a very detrimental role in your psyche i actually read a review mm -hmm. that's title was Whiplash on Prozac. Wow. Terrible script and boring two acts. Yeah. Um, Whiplash does such a good job of... Like, I, I feel like when... Um, uh, and it's too Miles? bad because Kate Blanchett, first of all, did an amazing job. She really did. She had to relearn how to play the piano. She had to learn okay. how to speak German. She had to learn how to conduct an orchestra. Like, she put in the work for this yeah. movie. But even though she did a phenomenal job, it was not enough to save this yeah. 
terrible movie. Yeah. She is really, really good in this movie. Um, so often when she's on screen, she is killing it. Um, but yeah, I, the the moment when um, Neiman, Andrew Neiman, uh, Miles Teller's character in Whiplash, he gets into that car accident because he's rushing to be there on stage for the performance that he worked so hard to like earn that part. And he gets into a car accident and just runs on foot, gets there, he's covered in blood, he sits down and he messes up and um, finally just in front of everyone, the teacher shuts the whole thing down, apologizes, and not quite directly, but pretty much straight up says, we all know I need to shut this down and it's because of this one guy. And like you can see on Miles Teller's face he's devastated but also he's had enough and so when he gets up and just tackles jk simmons and starts beating the shit out of him i can see it like yeah that seemed real where when kate blanchett walks out on stage i didn't even realize there was someone else already on the podium yeah, same. Like, I didn't realize why she was pissed, but, like, she starts walking, she's all stoic, and then she starts, like, grimacing and frowning, and, like, then she's, like, Rrr! and then it cuts to a different angle, and you see her shove Mark Strong off the podium. That's, it's too late to tell me that she's mad at something. And so it, I had to process that she was angry long after she had already shown how angry she was. It just, it seemed like such a weird structure for the scene. And I think part of my beef with this movie is that, like, why does this person deserve to have a movie made about her? Yeah, that's kind of like with Elvis, when they made that movie focus on the shitty manager mm-hmm. like why does that person deserve this yeah at least with whiplash like you have the narcissistic conductor mm-hmm. but then you have the artist that's struggling against the narcissism yeah and even though there's not necessarily a like resolution or like a happily ever after the concept of someone going up there's against still yeah is so impressive whether he yes. wins or loses he put in enough of a fight that I'm impressed. And you don't get that Mm -mm. with Tar. You just follow the shitty person who's doing shitty things and then has to pay for the shitty things she did. Yeah, and everyone, like, every time she's being um, interviewed and stuff like that, people are like, oh my gosh, you've accomplished so much. You've accomplished this and this and this and this and you've accomplished those things as well. And I'm like, okay, what does most of that mean? And like, can you show me her accomplishing that? Like, um, it felt to a day in the life of a music composer who's working too hard, but not enough a, the important impressive days in the life. You know, it just, Mm -hmm. it felt like normal practices and normal auditions and normal firing coworkers. And this is nominated for six Oscars. Holy shit. It's up for Best Actress. Yeah. 
Which I can uh-huh. see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, best picture. I cannot see. Directing, mm-hmm. original okay. screenplay, cinematography, and film editing. Okay, the cinematography at times I feel like was maybe pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, but screenplay, I've already said, I think they're... I think there it's are fundamental flaws in the way they wrote the movie. They didn't write it for an audience. They wrote it for almost like for Tar and her friends, like people who are in this industry and know the terminology. They wrote the script. Yeah, for I those feel people. like people in an orchestra yeah. would appreciate this. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe we are just not the target audience, and this movie did not hit for us, and that's. Fine. And I feel like if people like us aren't the target audience, that is fine. But that means your movie isn't going to get nominated for Best Picture that year. Mm-hmm. Because you made too niche of a film. Like, um, there are plenty of great, great films. There are plenty of films that I've walked into and said, I bet I'm not the target audience for this. But it's so relentlessly good, I can't help but love it. Like Whiplash. Yeah. Like Social Network. Mm -hmm. Going into Social Network, I was like, you're going to try to keep my interest for like two hours while telling me how someone coded a website once? What? And I came out of the movie and I was like, I want to watch it again immediately. Like, that's insane. This movie was so just, well, maybe it's not your cup of tea. Okay. You're right. It's not my cup of tea. And the fact the Academy was like, it was our cup of tea. It deserved the nomination. Shut up. Yeah. I feel like this is one of those, like, that the Academy had to nominate because it's artsy and that's what they have to do. Um, The one thing that I will say, like, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, shit. I could dig this is when she walks up to her kid's bully and she's like, Hey, are you Joanna? And Joanna's like, yeah. She's like, you know, my daughter, Joanna's like, yeah. She's like, cool. I'm her dad. You pick on my daughter again. I'll get you. She doesn't even say kill you. Like she just says get, which is so much more. What do you think of when I say get? It might be that. It might be worse. Like, it's so, like, where did your brain go? It's a mystery. Like, oh, my gosh. She's so threatening in that scene. And she's talking to, like, a six-year-old. Yeah. So, I dug that scene. Um, You found one piece of trivia that uh, very much interested me. At one point, she's jogging through the forest, and she hears screaming. And the movie never explores that anymore and that annoyed me it really doesn't yeah but you found something interesting about that and i would like for you to share that with the audience so the screaming that she hears uh it's the audio of heather donahue from the climax of the blair witch project which is really dramatic screaming it is well and i was like as we were watching it i remember thinking is somebody being murdered in these woods yeah is she gonna happen upon a rape scene somewhere i kept thinking she was gonna like chase it down and then find that it's like some people are are joking around and and that's not 
screaming. It's like a boyfriend is chasing his girlfriend to like tickle her, and it's more of that like ah ha ha, like that sort of like scream yeah. laughter. And the more it went on, the more I was like, no, that's 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 brutal terrified. screaming. So is this is the point of the scene that like she's hearing things incorrectly? Like she's so paranoid that like something that shouldn't sound that way sounds that way to her. And no, neither. Nothing at all. That should yeah. have been a deleted scene. Yeah. Like. Also, when we were watching, you made a comment after the Juilliard scene uh, when she's teaching in that classroom that you thought that that was all done in one take. Yes. I looked it up and it was. That is very impressive. Especially a... considering the dialogue. The dialogue, the fact that she needs to be playing the piano and stuff like which is all her yeah by the way um yeah that is really interesting and the amount that the camera has to travel yeah in that sequence all the points that because it does like a full loop around the room it feels like something like it because it has to show the student the students in the audience it Mm -hmm. has to show the people on the stage yeah um so don't get me wrong. There are impressive things about this movie. Yeah. Overall, though. But it does not all equal a Best Picture nomination. Yeah. And I'm not sure I even want Kate Blanchett to win Best Actress. Yeah. She's up against Michelle Yeoh and everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Like, that's... I feel like Tar was probably a more difficult role. But Michelle Yeoh's role, I just, I liked it more. It was more entertaining. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. It, I don't know. I, I feel like there can be roles that are difficult to portray and still very entertaining. Um, for instance, another for instance, um, Christian Bale in The Fighter. He lost a stupid amount of weight for that. He goes from playing Batman to playing a meth crack addict. Like meth crack? Yeah, meth crack. <laughs> um yeah. Um I can't remember exactly which one it is, but it's one of them or both of them. Let's say both. And it's heroin. It's heroin flavored meth crack. And he <laughs> Uh, snorts it into his veins. Um, so, yeah, very, very difficult role just to, like, physically get there and then to actually perform it is impressive. And it's very, very difficult. But when I watch that movie, I'm like, dude, this is so good. And a big part of that is because of his performance. Mm-hmm. In this, I'm like, dang it. I want to be able to hate this movie. But she is actually doing a really phenomenal job. Yeah, that's why I'm so very, like, meh Yeah. about it. I would say overall, you can easily skip this movie and not easily. really be missing much. Yeah. If you are in an orchestra or well-versed in classical music or and the accomplishments music theory, of tar. yeah, if you're a Lydia Tarr fan... Mm-hmm. Maybe this will be your cup of tea, but yeah. I think for the general movie-going audience, this one is skippable. Mm-hmm. And 
in all honesty, probably won't take yeah. many Oscars, if any. Yeah. Um, in years back, in years past, uh, we have sometimes made a goal to watch as many Best Picture nominees as we can. And this year, like with the podcast and everything, we've really, like we're working hard and we probably will get to uh, seeing every single Best Picture nominee. If I didn't have this podcast, if this was one of those years where I was just passively like, eh, I'll, I'll get to the Best Picture nominees that I get to, um, I'd be fine with missing this. Yeah. I I really feel like the only people that I would recommend this to would be the completionists of yeah. the Oscars. Like the people who really want to watch every single one, but I can't really imagine too many people who are going to walk out of this and be like, so glad I made sure to see tar. Yeah. Just, I don't eh. think it's going to be anyone's favorite movie. Yeah. It's not that life changing. And, it yeah. doesn't really make you think much. And, and if there is anyone out there who's like, no, I really liked tar. I was very, very impressed with it. Okay. Were you more impressed with it than any other film this year no you weren't i'm nearly positive <laughs> um so yeah i don't have too much else to say who do you want to meet this week who do i want to meet this week um do you have anyone in mind i do okay melissa mccarthy okay she was in a super bowl commercial mm. yesterday that just reminded me that her physical comedy is so funny. Yeah. And obviously people who know me know that I'm a huge Gilmore Girls fan. Mm -hmm. And that's really, that probably wasn't like her first role, but it was really, I think, what started her on the path. Yeah. Um, I feel and, like that opened the doors for her to have the career she mm -hmm. wanted to have. Yeah. I, I feel like Bridesmaids, Spy, The Heat, um, stuff like that. I feel like that was what she was wanting to do with her life. Mm -hmm. But the role in Gilmore Girls is what gets you there. Yes. You know? My car is named Suki after her character in Gilmore Girls. Uh, so I feel like I just need to meet Melissa McCarthy. Nice. Yeah. Um, you mentioned her physical comedy and that... Um, got my brain onto the track that uh i want to meet uh kristen wig oh yeah they were in bridesmaids together and yeah that's one of the funniest movies i've ever seen and uh, melissa mccarthy and kristen wig work together really really well but there are so many movies i feel like where if kristen wig's in it it's really funny yes. because it has kristen wig in it um she is a phenomenal comedic actress um imagine if we met them at the same time dude we would not stop laughing yeah um and i, I know that you know it was your pick for this week but i can share yeah melissa mccarthy is one of those actresses multiple times i have gone into a movie of hers having seen trailers and stuff and i just go okay this is probably going to be kind of mid for a, a comedy um probably going to be just a lot of like fat jokes and stuff and by the end i'm like 
that was one of the funniest movies I've seen in such a long time. Specifically, The Heat, uh, her and Sandra Bullock, and Spy. Those two movies are two of the funniest films I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and and they are built on the shoulders of Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, they are. Um, that is very much a, you take her out, you're taking out a bulk of the heavy lifting in that film. Um, yeah, she is... I, I constantly find myself like underappreciating how brilliant she is. Um, and yeah, Kristen Wiig is so good. At one point in, in uh, Bridesmaids, she has a line or there's a scene that pretty much ends with her loudly dropping the C word in public. And it kills me. Oh my gosh. Like, the scene starts, and just as it's going, I know what the punchline is, and I'm just losing it more and more. And then, yeah, like, so, so good. So, yeah, Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig, we want to meet you guys. Yeah, we do. Um, but in the meantime, mm-hmm. you guys can follow us on Instagram. Yeah. At? The.real.couple. You can also send us an email now. <gasps> That's right. We have an email we have address an email. now. We're like professional adults or we something. We are. You can email us at therealcouplepod at gmail.com. How many dots, though? None. No dots? No dots. None dots. The Real Couple Pod. The Real Couple Pod. None dots. None Just dashes. an at sign. Just an at sign. Oh, I guess wow. there's a dot after Gmail. Yeah, okay. One dot. One dot. Okay. Um, You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Yeah. All that. Um, And stay tuned because we have some potentially exciting things coming down the pipeline mm -hmm. um, that we'll keep you posted on. Yeah. But keep listening. We're well on our way to finishing the best picture nominees we are so far like we're um we have two more to watch okay yeah we are about to record our next episode um so yeah the the last couple days we've we've gotten two more tar being one and then you're about to uh receive the one after that I don't like how I worded that yeah that was weird I'll, I'll probably just cut this all out okay yeah um so yeah did you say we only have two more Best Picture nominees to watch? Correct. Damn. We have, because we've already watched Triangle of Sadness. Yeah. So we have The Fablemans and we have Women Talking. Yeah. Which, um, I was going to look up a trailer for Women Talking the other day, um, but I didn't. And at this point, I'm kind of thinking that may be the one that I go into not having Just seen. blind. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen a poster for Women Talking. I looked it up on IMDb, and that okay. is the only information that I have. Okay. Yeah, I, I honestly know absolutely nothing about women talking. Don't know what time period it's set in or anything like that. Um, but because it has the one word in common, I keep just expecting little women. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. 
We shall see. We shall. Anyways, um, thanks so for yeah. listening. Thanks so we much love for you. listening, guys. We love you. We love you. And this has been a short episode. It has. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, go see Tar only if you really, really want to. But if you're not completely sold on it, I'd say don't. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.